Welcome, everybody, to episode 186 of the Two on Three podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at Two on Three Pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at twoonthreepod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I'm Chris, and you can find me saucing up my pizza at CD Villasenor on Twitter. And with me is Ty. Where can we find you adorning your slices on social media? I'm at S-E-A-T-J-K, but I don't do food posts. <laughs> I like doing food posts. I know. We know. This week, yeah. So, so my food post. So I figured out that a little ranch, not on every piece of pizza, but mm-hmm. a little ranch on a pepperoni pizza is pretty, pretty nice. Pretty, For sure. Freshens it up a little bit. What and do you mean we I, figured this out? No, I mean, but <laughs> I've been doing this for a while. But the uh, but on this sausage dates back pizza, to the late nineties for me. But on sausage great. pizza, I found that Chick Fil A sauce on sausage pizza is where the action is. Now, so, why do you have Chick Fil A sauce handy for your pizza eating? I have Chick Fil A. I buy the Chick Fil A sauce from the, nice in in the squeeze bottle. Nice because I need it. I need it on things. I get the Panda Express sauces. Yeah, those are good. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Make my I mean, food taste like fast food, please. <laughs> <laughs> right. But so that's so I figured that's my that's my new jam. So it's pepperoni gets ranch, sausage gets Chick-fil-A uh, sauce. So that makes sense. That's uh there's just a certain there's a certain way it works with the sausage grease. Mm. Makes it makes it very uh makes it very delightful. Yeah. I I've been trying to get my kids to eat sausage on pizza for years. They're like, they no. Just, they're not doing it? No. They love sausage, too. And I'm like, okay. Just, <laughs> I don't know. I can't. But who knows? <laughs> who can see in the mind of a child when it comes to food? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Well, we have a bang-up show for you tonight. Um, in segment one, we're going to go to space. Segment two, we're going to name some names. And on three, we'll talk about the current golf big thing happening. Uh, then on to the testes and then OT uh, I will regale you with tales of junior golf which we always love and some other things that uh, that Ty has put into the <laughs> put into the agenda tonight. just but, you know how I yeah. feel about other people <laughs> standard shit <laughs> I think we know how you feel about other people I love but, them right so let's let's start then let's let's start with uh, now you had something to say here before we kick off the show Oh, I just, you know, we usually talk about our experiences, right? Yes. So we're, so yes, this is the time of the year where there's a lot going on in terms of getting kids spun up into school, right? They've, they're attending school. Yeah. Now there's this whole slew of meetings, right? Like yeah. I have to go to like booster club meetings for sports and yeah. by yeah. the way, I'm rocking the, uh, I'm rocking the, um, uh, the concessions this weekend at the, at the Husky stadium. Nice. I don't know which one. I don't know if it's on the proper side, but if you'd like to visit me. If you're attending it, oh, do you attend the games? Are you attending oh, the games? Now? Of course, yeah. of course. So if you're if you're attending the game, I'll let you know which where where I'm at. But uh, I'll be I'll be pouring beer. Yeah, um, you see my my vaccination wristband right here. Nice. I have to leave it on until the end of November. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Your arm is going to get scaly or something. It's a hospital there, bracelet, right? and I have to leave it on until the end of November. What a great system. <laughs> You know these little posts that are in the hospital bracelet? Yeah, uh-huh. like little, I bought some on Amazon. We cutting this shit off next week, and I'm just uh-huh. putting it back on. Hey, that's, Plastic that's snaps. Who cares? Smart. Yeah. That's actually smart. All right. Uh-huh. Anyway, so so uh, so, what have you been having to deal with? Well, we did like two hours of curriculum night the other night, back to back. Can I one... stop you? Can I stop you on curriculum night? Yeah. Here, first of all, 
what are they trying to sell me? Because like, <laughs> it's when I was a kid, I don't think we had curriculum night. When I was a kid, they just sent our asses to school, and your parents didn't have to be involved. That was generally, and then until you get your first report card, nobody needed to talk to your parents. Yeah, I, I, I don't recall exactly how it went down. Um, I don't remember my parents being super involved in my elementary school career in the same way that I, the school really wants us to be involved. And I want to be involved in as much as I'm required to be. But you know what? I've had my fill of being involved in the elementary school experience over the last year or so. Uh, so, no, but I mean, I appreciate that they're going over, you know, what's going to be covered. But it was it was killing me because the second grade teacher and... You know, not to not to brag on my children, but we've talked about my second my second grade daughter is in the, the full on like special class, right? Right. The, she's doing or, well. She's she, academically adept. Yes, she's in the advanced class for all the way across, and it's like this. It's a whole second. She's doing third grade work already, right? They, yeah. That's what they're. So it's the third grade curriculum, which I've seen, by the way. So <laughs> I have an older daughter, but this man talked for an hour straight, an hour straight, like. I don't know how you can spend an hour talking about this. And I, it was killing me. Like I'm getting to the point. I'm like, we're going to have time for Q and a, cause I wanted to type into the chat. Cause you know, it's, it's, it's all zoom now, right? Sure. Which by the way, it should always be zoom. I should never have to go to the school for this. <laughs> I should never have to get a sitter to come to curriculum night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, are we going to, you know, I wanted to type in the chat. I'm like, uh, you know, Hey Jeff, you think you can hurry it up? I got to go to another one of these in 10 minutes. <laughs> you wrap this up, yeah. It's like, are you going to teach me all the 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 all the, the entire year of content of second grade in this hour? It's funny you should ask because he's like talking about what they're. Well, we're going to do this writing, and then he showed like the three sections of writing, and he would say like, and we're going to work on opinion writing, and then he gave two examples of what a fucking opinion is, and I'm like, dude, I I know, <laughs> I know. I know right. that your job is to explain things to children. You have to remember that we are not those children, and you do not need to explain to me what opinion writing is. You can just say opinion writing, right? And, and we it's can good move enough. On. And that's yeah. good enough. You know, you want to really throw a wrench into the uh, into elementary school curriculum night. Do this mm. one. Are you going to teach them cursive this year? <laughs> that comes up. Then they were like, "No." So I don't. How care. are they going to learn cursive then? How are they going to learn to make that weird G? <laughs> Phil Rerudo. Uh No, I mean, I I, I respect. Uh, he seems like a good guy. I respect his the effort that he put into it. What I really like about him is he's on top of the communication and online presence in general. Like anything I want to know about the class, I can go find out. Mm. And that actually worked against him in this particular case because he had sent out like a long PDF, and I was like, oh, it's you know, I, I just. I thought he was just being thorough, but I was like, no, this is, these are the slides. So I had read it all before we even sat through it. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> I opened a beer and we didn't turn the camera on. <laughs> <laughs> that seems fair. <laughs> I, I mean, you were in the session. so I, mean, I listened. That's what I was there to do. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's solid. That's solid. You, you threw something else in here. I, it, oh, it, yeah. It, so it we got rid of some least... furniture. <laughs> okay. All right. And I was saying I couldn't even get rid of it. But once we made it public that we were just like, just come get it. Uh-huh. And it was a lot easier to get rid of. Got it. But, you know, you know, I mean, even when you're giving it away, it is quite something to deal with, like, people in the <laughs> Craigslist fashion. Now, yeah. my wife posted these couches on Facebook Marketplace with mm-hmm. terrible photos that I'd taken where they're already in the garage. But I had, like, okay. written the measurements over the top of them, so it's what we had. And they, and they went quickly. And the first woman came. She was very easy to deal with. The second one, 
a little bit hairier. Had one person like, oh, I'm moving the window around on you, and now and then last minute cancel. And I, I, I guess, did you ever really actually want to come get this? Yeah, just be um, honest with me. You don't have to. You don't have to make up shit. Right. Anyway, some you. other guy came, and he comes in his giant lifted black pickup truck, and I'm like, oh, okay. And he gets out, and I just look. I understand people have different views on the way the world should function, but to to come to a a stranger's house and just not feel like you should put a mask on in the, in the current times is, is I just think it's quite a position to take. I'm going to mm-hmm. come to a person's house who I don't know. Right. And I'm going to be dressed in my Punisher t-shirt <laughs> tucked in, tucked into my jeans mm-hmm. over my sizable midsection. Got it. It's like, I, yeah, the only thing you're punishing is hot dogs and donuts, bro. <laughs> not punishing anybody. <laughs> Just a bald Punisher guy with no mask on. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Just take the couch and get the fuck out of here. But he was, he was, you know what? And the thing is, actually, what I took away from the experience was he was cordial. And we had, I came out in a mask. And I'm sure he judged me for it immediately, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't say anything, though. Yeah. I helped well, him load it. the truck. I let the couch into his truck. And I was like, thanks for coming to get it. He's like, thanks for letting me have it. And it's like, great. Yeah. Enjoy. Goodbye. Goodbye. And it's amazing here. how I'm sure he is did, went home and, and probably told his friends and family exactly what I'm doing to you right now. Mm-hmm. Which right. is telling the story. Yeah. This I, this long haired douche in his mask. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. To, to, uh, note to young ladies don't ever help a stranger put a, a couch in their van. Don't do that. No? <laughs> no for young ladies. Okay. Young ladies should never help a, help a stranger put a, van, a couch in their van. Anyway. Or but maybe Ty, you know, but given, Ty's but Ty's fine to help. Uh, you know, Ty's a, he's an adult man, so he can he can help people with their couches. Well, I mean, the Punisher wasn't going to be able to punish me. <laughs> All right, you sized him up; it was fine. He was bigger than me. I still would have worked his ass. So, boy, oh. <laughs> come here! You don't want none of this smoke, no. Punisher. You don't want these hands. Listen, Frank Castle is just rolling over in his grave. You wearing that shirt around? Yeah, you don't even get it. <laughs> you don't even get you'd never read the comics <laughs> you have no idea what that stands for right it doesn't mean what you think it means probably not all right segment number one so this week our friends at the space force space force can space we get force. a drop can we get, can we get a drop for space force Probably, I'm sure there was that show right I, I, space ghost or the space ghost but space, space force. force anyway they released their uniforms this week and they space were force. Appropriately spacey. No, they're terrible. <laughs> they're not. They're, they well, are. Here's the thing. Okay, so let's say, let's imagine that you are in charge of Space Force uniforms. So you have to say they have to have a little bit of sci fi ness to them. And I don't think yeah. they have to. I don't really think they have to. I think you can give them a, a military style uniform. And give them a different insignia, and I think it's fine. You don't have to. You don't have to try so hard to be spacey, space-like. Well, I so, mean, is it? Yeah. Are they the Navy? Are they the Air Force? They're the Space Force, right? <laughs> so anyway, they come out with this Space Force uniform, which which is, I think, maybe the the worst kind of jacket, which is the the diagonal three quarter side button. One. Big Battlestar Galactic energy. Battlestar Galactica energy on these jackets. Yes. Yeah, so the new Galactica, the yes, the latest yeah, yeah. version, and the the, and al- the almost version. The, yes, and and it seems 
I don't know. It no, just seems bad. it seems overdone because because of the way that they blouse, like the way they they don't look very clean, like at the bottom because they they're 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 longer and they're untucked. The jackets, like there's no like when you get down to the bottom of that jacket, it just looks sloppy to me. Right. It it. Well, first, I think this, these these pictures are really hurt by the fact that apparently they don't have time to tailor pants in space, <laughs> because both of these people's pants are wildly ill-fitting. And I don't. Yes, that and, seems and bad for space. Now, now, while I'm military adjacent <laughs> and never served in the military, do you, you're if you're a space officer, if you're a space force officer, you would get your pants tailored, right? I mean, do they does the does the does the military or do you have to pay for your own tailoring in the military? I I, I don't know the details. Okay, well but I don't I don't. If either. I was these... if I was in charge of of the space force uniforms, mm-hmm. I would have made sure we look sharp. And these people mm-hmm. don't look sharp. These they do not look sharp. The, the pants look bad. They're bad. The, the this woman's pants are particularly ill fitting. It's and the, not flattering. Yeah. And the jacket just doesn't really work. No, it looks like sort of okay. So the first impression I got when I looked at this was. Someone was like, we need to make them spacey, but they also didn't really want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's got, like, we, we want to make them like they're from space, but also, I don't know, let's not do too much because it's the American military and we don't want to be too weird. People might get upset. I don't know. Right. Now, here's the thing. There is absolutely nothing wrong with the standard U.S. Air Force uniform. No. It's very. It's, the jacket looks very nice and all that. They just had to. They had to make the diagonal button thing happen, just to make it spacey. And I think right. it's. And it just. And it. And it works against. It looks. It just looks terrible. Well, and so what I wanted to do was say, like, what could we offer them? Like, what, what other uniforms from fi- science fiction could we have just adopted almost wholesale and come up with a better idea, or yeah. a better product? So you could have just gone with the. I mean, even if you just fully i mean even the even the the almost um battlestar galactic uniform is slightly cleaner yeah i i personally so like i i wanted to there's a lot of different things here too because as i started looking at this it's like what qualifies right because i need to see like what's the space force combats combat fatigues look like <laughs> i need the whole like i need you gotta is, show me the entire is, lookbook which here. is gonna be hilarious is because you know it's some form of like camouflage because in space <laughs> you're gonna need camouflage it sort. should be theoretically black with white spots all <laughs> over it. Dots all <laughs> right <laughs> if you're camouflaging in space i guess you're right but the uh, but the the thing about the and I'm looking at the Battlestar Galactic uniform. At least the 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 jacket's not at such a hard angle. The buttons aren't such a hard angle, mm-hmm. so it looks a little better. But it's still it's that jacket doesn't look good on anybody, right? No, I mean unless you're unless you're a pirate captain of some kind. I don't well, know. The only time I think it works, and this is what I would have gone with, is I would have just completely taken the Wrath of Khan era uniforms from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Which are the ones that have this kind of coat, yeah, with the tail, but yeah. it also has a belt, right? The and then belt. the little shoulder strap with the ranking, mm-hmm. and and then the, obviously the Starfleet logo, but uh, and the little sort of uh, turtleneck, right? Yeah. And now Wrath of Khan uniforms are really cool. They're cool looking. I wish they were in um, original series colors. Like I wish Spock and McCoy were wearing blue, right? Because I I, I like that's what I, that's the thing I liked of. 
Yeah, because yeah, you knew the captain was wearing yellow. Right, right, right. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. And I know that we're never going to get that in an American military uniform. No. But if they had picked just Navy and just done the... I mean, everyone already accused them of ripping off the Starfleet logo anyway, because yeah. you can't make a space logo without... You, that's the only kind of space logo there is for your space military, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. How much? How much more can you? How much? A more rocket can you ship do? and space. <laughs> the um. But yeah. So that yeah. That that Rathacon uniform. But at least it looks clean. Like there's something about the the type of again these people make movies for a living. So they they're, mm. they're really individuals. They get mm. it. There's something about the 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 fabric they use mm-hmm. that that makes it look so much tighter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I don't know if that's I don't I, that's a, that's one of those sort of considerations. But you're right. That's a that's a great that's a great uniform. And if you look, if you don't do the the extra sort of car coat length, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what these are. They got the past the waist length. Uh, if you had taken the Wrath of Khan uniforms and just made them standard waist length tops, tucked into trousers mm-hmm. with a cool space belt, I, I think you have a much better look here than what you ended up with with these. These unfinished, yeah. very unfinished-looking uniforms. Right. That that whole side thing also, and I didn't watch, I didn't really watch this series, but it was the first thing. Another thing that popped in my head was Babylon Five. Mm-hmm. They have a, they have very similar. The Earth Alliance people from Babylon Five have a very similar type of, uh, again, side, side fastening jacket. Slash yeah, shirt. but their stuff always looked like it was leather. <laughs> Be, leather uniform would be pretty badass. Let's be clear. Let's, <laughs> let's be clear about. Let's be clear about. Um, um, if your military uniform was made of leather, I think that would be pretty badass. I think that what I don't like about these is there's nothing about them that evokes that they're going to go to space. And, well, because they're not going to go to space. <laughs> Most of them aren't going to go to space, but but the uniform should say, space. "I'm going. I'm ready for space." Right. Um, there's a show uh, uh, called The Expanse. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen any of the Expanse. I, no, I haven't. I'm, I'm, I've been interested in it, but I just have not. Um, I mean, it's like four or five seasons in. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So in the Expanse, Mars has won its independence from Earth, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's all humans, right? We've called like mining. They're like miners or whatever. And yes, and so they're in this like ongoing Cold War between okay. Earth and Mars. The Martian Congressional Republic Navy and the Martian Marine Corps have. Some, not all of them are great, but some badass uniforms. There is like, it's a very much a, you know, just kind of a rip off of, of Star Trek, like any sort of uniform, space sure. uniform is. But there are some really good ones with like a V-neck and, but like a, it's like a tactical V-neck with the, with the undershirt and okay. the, the insignias on either side and the, like some piping. Um, all right. I, I think you could have combined something here too. And, and, you know, they've got their, um, their name and then their specialty and then their like assigned ship badges it's it's just it's very clean it's very simple um well, and i think I, clean i think i think just making it simple is 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 the is the key to a, a good space uniform but let's let's talk about some of the other space uniforms that that um the sci-fi uniforms that you that you like so i had i mean i really i started getting sucked into the whole like do, do you know your does your space suit count and that's why i was <laughs> sure. like i need the, i need the lookbook. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Because that's where I, that's where I got into thinking about the Expanse. Because the Expanse has really cool, um, like field armored spacesuits with cool mm-hmm. helmets, sure. as opposed to like Prometheus, where I think the suits are cool, but the helmets are absolute poop. 
Prometheus is the big bubble yes. helmet. Yes. And it's like, yes. I, you got to give me something that's going to survive impacts. Well, you know, that's, again, I think that's more of a, we can see the actors better if you give I, us a big bubble I helmet. I know that. I know, I know. But I'm just saying, <laughs> it's like, that's a, that's a, uh, that's a, that's a, um, I, I was a little more like into my sort of classic sci-fi. First of all, okay. I think the, I think the original uh, Star Wars Stormtrooper design is maybe one of the greatest uniforms ever made for for movie history it is so i think this i think the original stormtrooper uniform is so good i love every part about it okay because i actually feel like the first order stormtrooper is better because i think the helmet got a really good redesign yeah i like the little bulbous thing around the bottom of the helmet all right uh, yeah i mean because it's what i grew up on right yeah but it's it's just such a great uniform the way the armor fits together and and everything there's just it's just it's just tons to love but I also grew up in like the seventies and eighties, <laughs> and the future to me was Buck Rogers in the twenty. Oh, no. <laughs> where, why so many where, buckles? Sergeant why, Pepper over there on Buck why, Rogers. Why, why? I mean, you obviously have to be fit in the twenty. You know, in the twenty fifth century to wear yeah. that the outfit. It's uh, it's form fitting, but but God bless Colonel Wilma Deering because you know she wore the hell out of that uniform. I also, I don't know if this qualifies. I wrote down the, the Demolition Man uniforms, like the police uniforms from San Angeles. Oh, yeah. That Those was also very, kind of similar to what we ended up with here. And yeah. I, but better. But it's better because the jackets are cropped, right? They're very short. Yeah, they're very so you can short. have this angled look, but you got to uh-huh. crop it at the waist so that you can move. Right. Like, you can't have this extra length that sort of semi covers your butt. Like, how are you going to sit down in that? It's going to look terrible when you stand <laughs> it's, up. It's right? going to look terrible. Yeah. Or when you're sitting down, it's going to look terrible. It's right. going to buckle in all right. kinds and of weird ways. Like, yeah, it's going to bunch up, up on your breasts. So good. All right. And <laughs> <laughs> so I have to, and I, so, so I have to have to throw a, uh, a, I have, I, I'm a big fan of the, the jacket, uh, space uniform so the first oh. time you, that you really see it is you know jean-luc picard at one point in like season three or four gets a jacket and the first yes. time you see the jacket you're like holy shit that jacket is badass so the picard jacket turns into the fifth element jacket like, okay you remember the fifth element military guys have that cool jacket with the yeah, turtleneck yeah. Mm-hmm. and the berets those yeah i mean those are sweet looking that's a sweet looking outfit and then which also then my brain jumped. It's like, oh, you know, the original Galactica guys had jackets. Those those brown suede jackets, mm-hmm. which were sweet as hell. So maybe Star Trek, maybe Picard stole that from, you know, classic Galactica. Because the, the the classic Galactica colonial outfit is pretty sweet looking. And uh, and those are the so give me a jacket. I mean, I'm I'm very I'm very uh, I'm very happy to I'm very happy to have a, a space a space uniform with a jacket. I agree in general. Like uh, the Star Trek Beyond jackets, those jacket uniforms are pretty good. All blue mm-hmm. with like the, the sort of gold striping. Um, the last one I really think that they should have just gone with. I would have just stole it completely if I was in charge of this this design. Is And this is a deep cut. It's the Star Trek Mirror Universe uh, Terran Rebellion uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're familiar with the Mirror Universe, uh, you know, and, and Starfleet and, and the Terran Empire have this tete-a-tete where they know of each other and, and whatever. Anyway, these uniforms rule. They are just essentially a crop top with a – not a crop top, but a, a cropped form-fitting uniform, um, tactical kind of trousers. And then – but then, like, the pattern cuts across, like, the like the Star Trek uh, Next Generation uniforms. Like, there's a uh, – right above the nipple line kind of uh, chest 
divider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the top shoulder piece is um, kind of a technical camo on, on the Marine Corps or a gray, depending on who you are. And so the uniforms are, have differentiation based, based on your rank and like your, uh, what you look like. And then also the mirror dimensions start like uh, the, the Terran Empire logo is cooler than the Starfleet logo. Like it's more okay. aggressive. It's like sharp. Right. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned it because I don't really know that uniform. I always just think of the original Trek Mirror Mirror episode where where not the, where, not the where, vest. Where, where Kirk gets like the total like vest. Oh, with thing. the sash. Yeah. <laughs> with, with the... <laughs> and Spock with the goatee. Yes. No, I'm that... talking about like more next generation uh, funny. mirror universe mirror universe episodes. <laughs> And not the crop top ones for the ladies. That's just rude. <laughs> you can't have a uniform with your vi- with a visible belly button. It does seem. It does seem. Well, I mean, they're 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 uh, they're not nice people in that in that. Um... Fair enough. They are fascists. <laughs> they, they certainly are. Okay, segment number two. All right, here in segment number two, what are we talking about? Hang on a second. I lost my spot. Oh, we're talking about naming names. Yeah. Now, there's a funny, a very funny, uh, am I the asshole that, um, that was published. Uh-huh. And it's just, it's interesting. And, I, and I sh- I'll, I'll read it for, for context here. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So this gentleman, I think he's a gentleman. Yes. See, I always thought it's funny when dogs have human names. Much more amusing to me than giving them obvious dog names like Spike or Jellybean or whatever. I never had an issue with Brad's name being what it is until recently. So obviously he named his dog Brad. My sister got a new boyfriend, and I'm sure you can see where this is going. I don't think I even have to say his name. Well, my sister came over the other day with him, and we met for the first time, and everything was all fine and good until he asked what my dog's name was. I laughed a little and said that his name was also Brad. Well, he looked at me for a second and asked if I was joking or not, and I told him no, his name is actually Brad. And after that, his whole mood flipped, and the remainder of the visit just had an uncomfortable vibe. And while af- a while after they left, my sister called me and started berating me for disrespecting her boyfriend. Honestly, this seems like such a Brad thing for him to do, and I don't think I did anything wrong here, but maybe I am wrong. Should I have lied about Brad's name so I didn't have to risk hurting his feelings? Um... And there's a picture here, but okay. you got to get to the edit number two. That's what edit matters. number two. Well, my sister saw this post and so did Brad number two. <laughs> I like how he calls it Brad number two. Yeah, yeah. They have been bickering and apparently split up. Brad number one and I don't want any part of that nonsense. So don't call me till you figure it out, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Now, you know, again, you can name your dog whatever you want. There's actually a funny thing. My daughter and I have this quote all the time. There's this um, in British Baking Challenge. One of the women who was on that show, like at one point says, <clears throat> I live in a small flat with my dog called Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> and and so we say this all the time. Like, yeah. I live in a flat. It's, it's, it's the, how, we, how we exercise our English accent. Okay. But my brother's name is Dennis, which right. is hilarious. So we always, we're always laughing that it would be funny if we had a dog called Dennis, since my brother's name was Dennis. Anyway. So this happened to me in high school. Wait, someone had a dog named Ty? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Like, someone would name their dog Ty. The dog was named Tyler, which is... Not my name, but that's right. beside the point. They called the dog Ty. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was only bothersome in and of that they like to like sort of laugh about it. Or like 
they would or like my friend would call to the dog and i would think that she was speaking to me mm-hmm. and that that, that that was pretty much the only time that it was ever i didn't like have an ego fit about it yes but i don't think at any at any level if you want to name your your dog carl or <laughs> jacob or whatever you want to name your dog you know just name your dog it's fine now if you come into a situation where the dog, like if I walked into your house and you said, oh, hi, nice to meet you. My name's Chris. He's, oh, nice to meet you, Chris. You know, our dog's name's Chris. I'd be like, that's sweet. Yeah. Sweet. I'd be like, awesome. Easy for me to remember. Let me meet this dog. Let me meet this awesome dog who has the same name as I do. I right. mean. I, do you I, think it's, a, do you don't, so you don't think it's in any way unacceptable to give your pets a, a human person's name? No. Do you? My dog is named after a human person. Well, yes, but it is it, an uncommon name. Yeah, and I've and I've and I know that there are kids. I've I know kids who named have the same name as your dog. Okay, and it's fine. Again, it's I what 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 maybe the underlying are you the asshole thing to do is like how you treat it, right? Maybe. Now this is the other thing where he says, "Hey, my name's Brad," and he and he says. I laughed a little and said that his name was also Brad. Well, you're, you're going to laugh. But because now you know how what you're you deliver this, into. right? You yeah. Have, but it depends how you deliver this. You're like, <laughs> yeah, his name's Brad. Like we called and, the dog, Indiana. I mean, right. like, it's not, <laughs> but, but it, 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 it completely, you know, the asshole thing lies here. How he delivers this line that his dog, his name is also Brad. I you know guess. what I'm saying? I think that Brad is the asshole. You think Brad? I, I don't. I'm not sure because, first of all, this guy wrote a post for "Am I the Asshole?" So <laughs> you can already. So you're already strikes against because what he's saying is, you know, Brad's a douche. My Brad, my dog is awesome, and Brad's a douche. Yeah. Okay, but because he's written this. I can already assume that he may have treated Brad like a douche right off the back, right off the bat. Maybe you know, he he's dating his sister. Yeah, he shows up. It's like Brad. Oh, I named my dog Brad. Yeah, right. And then of course Brad. If what you don't ever get is the vibe here. Like if you could say, "Oh, that's cool, Brad." Like my da- my dog's name's Brad. Come here, and then like here, meet Brad. And if you're like good natured about it. Like, there's no reason for Brad number two to get pissy about it. I, I blame I a, Sarah. I a, <laughs> for, not, for not preparing him? Correct. She should have just told him before they got there. Yeah. You know, she should have told him when they met. Oh, ha, ha, my dog's, my, my brother's dog's named Brad. And then they never would have gone out because Brad clearly would have had a conniption about it, like, right off the bat. I don't think he would have. Like I said, I think it's, I, I'm, I'm reading, I guess I'm reading into the subtext here. And I think that. This guy probably zinged Brad number two, and by say, "Oh, my dog, my dog's name's Brad." Like you're, you're, yeah. Like again, I think he treated him like he was a douche. Well, I also think that part of the issue is that there's been a lot of blurring on like what what human and, and like pet names are, in the sense that humans are becoming more have have wilder and wilder names. So it's yes. almost like naming your pet something like Todd. You know. <laughs> Which would be an awesome name for right, Todd. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> right. Or Chad. 
uh-huh. these sort of very rote kind of boring white guy names. It's almost like a counterculture move at this point. Right. So to run into someone who's got that name, that's, you know, I, I think it'd be hilarious to have a dog named Mike because there's just so many people named Mike. <laughs> right. It's just like your dog is named Mike. Just the most common dude name, like you say, Chris, that yeah. you could think of. But, um, you know, Josh, listener Josh, sometimes co-host Josh, sent us a list of like names like coming out of the UK that are even... Uh, there's a trend now for people coming out of uh, pandemic to name their kids even crazier and crazier things. <laughs> and so these, like, here's some things. Here's like, here's here's playful names on this list: Bear, Birdie, Dovey, Iggy, and Pixie. These are pet names. That is, that's a list of pet names. Okay, I mean, those are those those seem like good pet names. To yeah, me. but they're not. These are names for humans <laughs> on this list. So this is the point I'm making. Is that people are now using the pet names? Right. So I don't think you can. So they're going to give. So they're going to give all their pets like regular names and give their kids the pet names. Yes, the pet names are much more fun. Right. Here's our dog Frank and our son Woods. <laughs> or like here's our dog, <laughs> our son Bear. Yeah, our son Bear and our dog Todd. Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. I liked it. I like it. Why not? Jesus, who cares anymore? I mean, people just got people are just bored out of their minds. I guess you know what I mean. I just, I personally would, you know, I personally would not give my child a a sort of a crazy name like like Reeve, like, like Dovey. Now, see, there's like, a, here's the thing. Like, Dovey is literally the name of a, bir- a pet bird. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but you could have you could have. As a nickname, it's fine, right? Mm-hmm. But your official name should not be Dovey. <laughs> no, your birth the, the the your birth certificate should not read uh, Bear. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, it, it it's insane to me. I don't know. I mean, I think you know what name name your kids whatever you want. Just understand yeah. what kind of life you're 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 cursing them to. Yeah, I mean, again, it's. I think people are bored. I think people. I, I'm a big fan of the. I'm a big fan of the uh, wild spellings. No. <laughs> That's just, just all you've I done. Just because I. Just because I can't. You know. Just because I can't wait to see what happens next. You can't have. And we've talked. We must have covered this because I feel like you and I have had this conversation a hundred times. You can't have a standard name and just spell it all crazy. All you've done uh-huh. is create a headache for everyone involved. Right. My favorite spelling this year was uh, there was a long jumper who jumped for the United States. His name was Javon, and it was J U V A U G H N, which I thought I liked it. At least it's phonetic. Like, yeah, yeah, I liked it. I was like, I mean, it's not like the well, ten thousand ways to spell Kylie or or you know or how many which, which Kaylee are you? <laughs> which Kaylee are you? Right. Those are those are the hard ones, but. Um, but you know, again, naming your I'm I'm totally fine if you name your pets people names. That doesn't bother me at all. What how about the how about the people who name their automobiles and give them like human names? Is that really still a thing? Yeah, it I'm not to <laughs> at the risk of sounding No, I'm just gonna say it. It's mostly girls. Mostly girls name their cars. Mm. It's Maybe, okay. It's, yeah, women name their car. Give their their cars like a like a like a like a like a person name. My older daughter, surely through uh, surely through media consumption, has absorbed the idea that 
uh, vehicles are women. Boats are. And cars, too. Boat, cars are women? In many cases. Well, let's listen. Considering the fact that my wife is carrying us, like, most of the time. <laughs> maybe she is. It's a sign maybe, of respect. It's a sign of respect. We wouldn't get anywhere without her. So let's call it, let's call the car a woman. I mean, you know, sure. If, if, if that's how you feel about it. But, yeah, ships are generally women. They usually, they generally Would women. you name your kid or your car <laughs> Ames, Emrys, Ozius? Ozius. Yeah, Osmandius, yeah. maybe. <laughs> we are not very far from full on comic book names. Because I'm told you, we've talked yeah. before about already having the, uh, uh, the, the Game of Thrones as part of my elementary school, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I heard today that Tyrion told two kids to fuck off on the playground and got in trouble. Well, his, so. na- his name is Tyrion. Let's be clear. Uh, who's surprised? <laughs> some, some things. But yeah, I mean, like. It would be like if I named my kid Drummer. Like it would be right. Goonie. I'm surprised that's not. Yeah, that is on it, this list. It's on this list. Yeah, that's Calypso yeah. Cord. 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 That's already a name, but you just put an H in it. <laughs> right. So now it's musical. Yeah. Chord. Chord. Ch- is your name Chord? Chord Johnson is there. Right? Chord of, Johnson. Here. He's going to get a lot of that because a lot of people don't know that Chord <laughs> in music is C H. <laughs> is there a Chord Johnson here today? I want to mention to you before we leave this that the very first reply on this uh, Am I the Asshole post on Twitter is, the small joy in my life is that my sister is dating a guy with the same name as her cat, and Human Nigel hates that we call call him Human Nigel. <laughs> it's going to happen to you, man. That's that's just the deal. You're just, it, it's just going to happen. But yes, I mean, didn't at one point didn't, uh, well, not at one point, but I think uh, Nick Cage named his son Kal-El. Right. You know, it's bound to happen to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if your science fiction or fantasy or superhero loving parent gives you one of those names. I, I, Jesus, I don't know what to say other than hang in there. (laughs) (laughs) It gets better. You can change your own name when you become an adult. (laughs) For sure. All right. Segment number three. Speaking of the Justice League of America, the Golf Justice League of America convenes this week to take on the Legion of Doom European golfer team from Europe. Yeah. And I find now it's funny to lead into this, but I find myself sort of not as hype as I usually am for this particular event this year. Why is that? I don't know. For some reason, you're talking about the Ryder Cup. You no, we're tell talking about listeners. the Ryder Cup. Sorry. If you're, if you're still, if you're listening to a golf segment, my sense is you know, maybe it's the Ryder Cup. So the Ryder Cup is on, and there's just a lot of, you know, I, I think I find like it's overhyped to the point where I just want to watch people play golf as opposed to the circus that comes to town for this. But there are some, there are some sort of interesting things floating about, you know, in terms of um, storylines and and mm-hmm. golf interest things but but let me start out first by saying if you if you don't follow uh connor moore on on twitter on social media he is the one-stop shopping place for golf impersonations mm-hmm. and he does them hilariously he's so stinking good now as a person if you're if you're if you're gonna do impersonations as a as a job 
<laughs> it's best to find an, an, a niche uh-huh. such as like golf or like in Caliendo, like Caliendo is sports announcers. I mean, you, it's, it's, I mean, everybody does like general actors, but it's good to have a, it's good to have your own piece of the pie. And he is without question the, the foremost golfer impressionist <laughs> and he's fantastic. So you should, you should check him out at Connor Moore on, on, on social media because he really has it nailed. So but, I was just saying my favorite thing about the Ryder cup is that I always wondered like, why is it called that? And so mm-hmm. I finally this year decided to go look that up. And it basically just boils down to, cause there's an English businessman named Samuel Ryder who donated the trophy. And because yeah. they've been doing it since like, you know, 1927 or whatever, like it was probably like, Hey, yeah. Okay. We're going to have a competition between the Brits and the Americans. Who uh, wants uh, to donate a trophy? <laughs> right. You uh, okay, lads? I have the trophy, but you have to name it after me, <laughs> right? Like, and that's just it for a hundred years. You're right. Sam Ryder gave us a trophy. Right. And now, and now, yes, and now it is a thing. History is full of history is full of goofy shit like that. But the, um, but it's yeah, it has nothing more to do than hey, this is the guy who gave us the trophy. But the, uh, but this year, I don't. I personally don't think the USA's got a fucking chance in hell. First of all, because well, they should, they should on paper, but we're we're just a we're just a mental mess. Like if you look at the people who are on that list, I mean, who would you trust? Who do you trust on the on the U.S. Ryder Cup to to really to really just you know be on <laughs> right uh, now? Patrick like be- Cantlay and Colin Morikawa. Okay, that's two. That's it. <laughs> that's and I mean, and Xander. And basically, I'm picking know, the robots. I've got, I've got, you know, and here's the thing about Xander Shoffley. Xander Shoffley has not been a great closer other than he won the gold medal. But right up to then, he had, he had not been good down the stretch. Mm-hmm. So he did, he did bring home the gold, so God bless him. But if you look at this team... It's just not. There's no. There's not. There's. There are no layups on this team. Like you don't know what. Like what DJ are we getting this week? Uh, he's had like the worst season of his career. Like it's. <laughs> it's been the worst year of his. Not of his career, but like of the last ten years of his career, this was the worst season. Right. So if I look at it, it's like okay. Let me. Let me. Let's just run the players here. All right. Look at Daniel Berger. Do we trust Daniel Berger with anything? He played really well all year. He just never won. <laughs> okay, but. Okay, look, Can't you're lay. giving me Can't names. Lay. I'm giving okay. you takes. That's fine. Can't lay. Of course, we like him. Robot, yeah. robot man. I mean, That's he fine. did pump one into the water when he desperately needed to close a tournament like three weeks ago, four he, weeks ago. He won the FedEx Cup. He's the Player of the Year. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, Bryson. Never. Bryson. It's like prone to a meltdown know. anytime. Any and especially in that kind of environment. Yeah. Who well, I mean, what? so the European fans, they're going to just call him Brooksy, right? Because they're going to get kicked out? Uh, no. How did Harris English even get on this team, first of all? Because he won, like, two tournaments that Whatever. nobody watched. <laughs> right. Off-week events. Right, in, play, in a playoff. Yeah. Do we trust Finau to win? No. No, but he seems no. like a really good team golfer. He's a great guy. I don't have anything against him, but come on. I mean, you're building a team. You need. You need. Not everybody can be Michael Jordan on the team. DJ, nah, who knows? I mean, if awesome DJ shows up, he's the be- he's like the best player out here. But good luck, Kepka, who I 
whatever. He had to withdraw with a wrist injury like less than a month ago. So right. he, he's, he could break down at any moment. Yeah. We like him all at Morikawa, but is Whistling Straits a good, a, a good venue for him? We're not sure. Whistling Straits is a good venue for anybody who can hit it 300 yards right. every time. So that's yeah. where the big advantage is on this team. Yeah. Is just, just let everybody pound it down the fairway as far as they can. Morikawa, though, also had struggling with back issues at the end of the season. Yeah. Xander Shafafale. We like Xander. Yeah. Nice guy. Gold medalist. Still, I don't. Do I try? Scheffler, who's a good player, but seems like a. Seems like Harris English. No, I think Scheffler is. Um, like, he's like Christian Leitner on the, on the <laughs> Dream 92 team. Dream Team. You need to get the guys ready for the next one, right? Like, oh, okay. you look at, like, Dustin we're Johnson. Building, we're, building, we're, building, we're building a team, like somebody who might show up year after year. Kind yeah, because Scotty Scheffler really has a lot of game. All right. He's a much better player than Harris English is. <laughs> Jordan Spieth and his good buddy, Justin Thomas. If Jordan Spieth can kind of complete his comeback, then this would be ideal for him. This is not the this is not the place where you want to this is not the place to you want to start would you want to play alternate shot with Jordan Spieth? No. <laughs> it's like thanks for that, Jay. <laughs> this is this is this is not a good team. I'm sorry. I mean Justin I like, Thomas, what, I, the the most talented golfer, but who can't play an entire tournament anymore? Yeah. I mean these guys are all they're 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 all wildly flawed. Yeah. But that's yeah. the problem. I think that that's part of the problem is that you look at this and you're like, everybody's terrible. But now we're always we're always looking through everything through the tiger lens, where tiger no, was no, infallible. No, this is not this is not a, this is not a tiger lens. Uh, but if you think about the fact that, take. if you think about the fact that these guys, you say this guy can't close or that guy can't close because he's losing to one of these other guys. I just think it's not that they can't close; it's just they get shaky. There's a difference between getting beat and getting shaky. Yes, a lot of these guys get shaky. Well, I think that when you're always playing hero golf, like so many of these guys are now, you're going to hit really bad shots. And that's not what you need to do in team golf. Sometimes you just need to hit a four iron. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You don't always need to rip at 330 yards. Sometimes you just need to find a fairway and give yourself a chance. But we like to. Yes. <laughs> but if you look at the Euro side, it's like, okay, McElroy hasn't been good in five years he's been i mean better this year than the last few that's true so if we look at them if we look at these guys like casey's solid but not spectacular shaky old, old. Uh, shaky yeah fitzpatrick played pretty good down the stretch not a light, winner light hitting light hitting fleetwood's had a bad year a bad couple of years um garcia is, is odious <laughs> we all hate him he didn't play a good golf lately though yeah Tyrrell Hatton might punch someone. He, <laughs> he's Tyrrell very Hatton, entertaining. Tyrrell Hatton is like if one of the hobbits became a professional golfer. He's <laughs> <laughs> just big hobbit vibes. He's probably got really hairy feet. Right. Victor Hovland, or as we like to call him, uh, uh, Weed, Ma- Weed McElroy. <laughs> he's probably the second or third best player on this team. Shane Lowry hasn't played a lick since he won his major he's probably still hung over that was two years ago no hat rory is might be scary do you know that hat, rory can't wear hat, a hat team hats because they're too they, he has a little pinhead this is this is such a bs thing he doesn't like to wear the hat like if if you didn't make him wear a hat i don't think he'd wear one 
You mean like if you didn't have to wear one to get paid by Nike? Yes. Okay. And because, what? The Europeans can't make him a smaller hat if he needs a smaller hat. That's like what he says. Cup. It's junk. Poulter is always scary in this format. He might just make every putt he looks at, which yeah. is why the U.S. should have taken Kevin Na. Yeah. Because it's because Kevin Na might have showed up and made everything he looked at, which would have been awesome. I would have taken Kevin Na over Harris English. That's for sure. <laughs> John Rahm, the actual player of the year. The best player in the world right now. The fact that he's not player of the year, he and Cantley need to get paired uh-huh. up on Sunday and they need to they need to settle this like 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 gentlemen he you know i mean that what happened at the memorial and his 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 lack lackadaisical attitude about keeping his peers safe from covid19 <laughs> i think it's biting him in the ass burnt Wiesberger, my daughter's favorite uh golfer just because she likes saying burnt Wiesberger. sure <laughs> she couldn't pick him out of a i don't know who that is i gotta be honest with you <laughs> he's from austria okay and Lee Westwood, who had a little, a little magical, a little magical moment this summer, uh, also but is but is old, old, but is also hundred years old. So yes, so deeply, I just think Europe has a Europe has more of a we're friends vibe and we like each other vibe, and the U.S. just doesn't. And it's and it's been that way for it's been that way for a while. I think it works against the United States for sure. I think it's. I think it boils down to the fact that the, to, to be a top player on tour has there's a certain type of life you have to live and a certain way you have to carry yourself apart from your opponents. Oh, uh-huh. and it's hard to be chummy chummy. I think it's easy to be Ian Poulter and, and you know finish in the top fifty five times a year, yeah. and never win an actual PGA event. Right, and and then you can be friends with people. Yeah, just right? be around. Like I'm right. just I'm just around at all these tournaments. So I think it's a lot harder to be. Justin Thomas or, 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 or Dustin Johnson, who literally is trying to win every week and the kinds of things that go into, you know, not being friendly with those, those guys. I think this has, this, this to me just smells like a breezy European victory this week. First of all, first of all, we should have gotten Patrick Reed on the team and no. we should have gotten Kevin Na on the team. Patrick Reed should not be on the team. <laughs> he should absolutely He's be been on the team. trash for three months. <laughs> It's and a, he had COVID and didn't and didn't tell anybody. He's Captain America. No, and that, <laughs> look, I'm the biggest Pat Reed apologist on the planet, and even I don't want Patrick Reed on this team. <laughs> but you wouldn't take Patrick Reed over Daniel Harris Burger. English. Daniel no, Burger. No, man, Daniel Burger has been really good. All right, maybe Daniel Burger will shut me up. I don't really feel like Daniel Burger is a factor here. All right, well, this ain't the President's Cup, pal. This he, is this is. This Daniel Berger, Cup. you'll recall, was really, really good three seasons ago, and then he got hurt. Right. And it was like a wrist injury. It took a long time for him to get back from it. Right. And then as soon as he was 100% again, he started flirting with the top five in every tournament he played in. So. We'll see. I hope, uh, I hope, I hope we get, uh, I hope I get good performances from the people I like. <laughs> I had a few too many drinks the other night and ordered one of those official jackets like a fool. <laughs> whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, that's, that's money we're not getting back. No, and like, yeah. and then I realized I have like the USA hat and I should wear those things together like I'm on the fucking team. What, what a douche I am. <laughs> I, always, I generally get the hat, but you know what they stopped? Um, what they stopped doing with the hat? They stopped putting the... 
the last time I ordered that they didn't put the location on the hat. Like the old ones that I had had uh-huh. the had the little Ryder Cup emblem, and then they said like Hazeltine or whatever uh-huh. on them. Like for some odd reason, the last time I bought these hats, they didn't have the they didn't have the thing on them. But the no. oh, the official one. Which one did you buy? The jacket, the puffy one with the 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 camo golf course print. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not free. No, it was dumb. Did you get free shipping? Of course. <laughs> you better. The order qualified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear this thing like five times in the next 10 years. It's going right. to be totally worth it. <laughs> You're going to wait. Well, is it going to get, is it getting here like by the time this tournament starts? I so doubt you, it at this point. So you can like wear it while you watch? Like, I hope you, so. I wanted be... to, but no. I'll wear it over the winter. It'll be we'll a good. Put, we'll, we'll put all. I have like a Ryder Cup, like uh, like a quarter zip. They will. We'll put on all our Ryder Cup gear and like go play golf together. It'll Sounds be, good. It'll be, and then we'll pretend we're like, and then we'll play alternate shot. <laughs> no, we can play best ball. <laughs> we can play best ball yeah. against Oregon, Matt. Yeah, come up. Get yourself a partner and come up and face off against the two on three Ryder Cup team. I love it. <laughs> We'll get all USA out. Make this thing happen. That's hey, that's a that's a terrific idea. Like Alright. You know what time this is? Are you stupid or something? Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid. Are you stupid or something? Stupid is or stupid does, sir. The stupidest things ever said. How come? What we gems? Start. What gems? What gems do they produce for us this this time? We start with football analyst Ray Lewis. Demarco Murray is playing extremely well football. I think he just. Couldn't I mean, decide. I it's mean, extremely good football or extremely well. You know the. Um, it's easy to get caught. I up. mean, that's that's probably the top fifty percent of the smartest things Emmett Smith ever said on television. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> Uh, here's a prosecutor during a trial in San Jose, California. The witness will not be able to attend the trial if he is not alive at that time. <laughs> that doesn't make you a witness, does it? I, maybe the witness's life was being threatened. Hmm. Summary on Yahoo News referring to Fox News host Tucker Carlson. Host remains deviant after defending sex criminal. It's just a, ty- it's, 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 it's it's a, a typo. Defiant. Uh-huh. Deviant. I do want one of those Loki deviant jackets to wear around. I got one for Halloween. You did? The variant jacket, yeah. Uh-huh. The variant one? Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm not okay. going to shave because yeah, gonna have the, I'm a variant. <laughs> so you'll have the Loki hair. Yeah. Are you going to get a, like a little Loki, uh, like a little Loki headband? Thing I got it already horns? with the horns, yeah. Really? You're ready to go for Halloween already? Yeah, I, and then I got a little light-up cube. Oh, nice. With my Tesseract. You are... You're into the, you're into Halloween. That's a, that's a I just like day. to dress up for the kids. Yeah. When they stop dressing up, I'll stop dressing up. No, you won't. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll start going out. <laughs> to back to the bar at 50 years old. Yeah. In a Halloween costume. That seems mm-hmm. likely. Yeah. Mm. Then you can make out with uh, uh, sexy sanitation work. The only way that's happening is if I get super into <laughs> cocaine in the next like six years. <laughs> could you could it could happen? It's not outside the realm of possibility. Seems unlikely. Here's a correction. 
from the New York Times. An op-ed article on Wednesday about Cleopatra misstated the number of years since her death. It was 2,038 years ago, not 2,039. <laughs> wow. Very, very critical correction. They got, they, that was some Egyptologist like got bent out of shape. Like had to like write, like had to write a very strongly worded email to the to the to the editorial desk at the New York Times. The hell are you people doing over there? Get it right. You're the you're the paper of record. Get this right. Two hundred and thirty eight. Pay the price. God, I'll set the mummy on you. <laughs> you know who Beth Ditto is Beth Ditto. She's a Comedian? singer. Oh, Beth Ditto. Oh, okay, no. Well, she says, when I'm in London, I love going to the Natural History Museum. On my last visit, I was eating a muffin and got so overwhelmed about how old everything was that I had to stop eating. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've never been that overwhelmed by anything. I, sometimes I when I read these. A muffin? What was the Jay Leno headlines thing? That's what it was called, right? Headlines? Head, uh, was it? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes they're just terrible. Right. That's how I feel when I read these things. <laughs> It's like a late night talk show host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to throw them on the ground, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Headline from the Mansfield News Journal, Ohio. County spelling bee postponed one more time. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'd like to good. think that was on purpose. That would yeah, be even funnier. It's better. Yeah, it better. Yeah. And finally, Representative Mo Brooks, R. Alabama. Every time you have that soil or rock or whatever it is that is deposited into the seas, that forces the sea levels to rise because now you have less space in those oceans because the bottom is moving up. True? (laughs) Displacement is a real thing? There's a volume of displacement required to actually impact the sea level. (laughs) Right? But true? Still true? Uh, technically correct is the best kind of correct. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's not wrong, per yeah. se. Fine. It's, it's, it's the bad he's, take. He's just, he's, just, he's, just not, he's just not sizing up the impact properly. That's all. All right. <laughs> all right. Overtime. Overtime. So this week in overtime. I'm going to regale you with tales of junior golf. My favorite. Because dudes just can't take a chill. So here's the thing. I am onto my second child's worth of junior golf. Uh-huh. These people who I was with are on their first child of junior golf. And they have some very talented young men who are playing. Talented 12-year-olds who are playing the game. Good players. So... This one, so we were, there was a threesome and we were caddying. They get caddies for these, these events. So I was caddying for my son and, um, met the other guy, Joe's dad, who was, who was a nice guy. And then there was this other kid. He and his father show up in the exact same outfit. (laughs) (laughs) No, that would have been awesome. Shoes, pants, shirt, hat, same, same. All right, well, I mean, so, maybe it's on. what the dad wears, the kid wants to wear it too. Okay, fine. So, so they, uh, so 
apparently Joe's dad and this guy know each other. And they, da, 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 da. I said, hey, you caddying today? And the guy said, no, 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 I can't. I'm not going to caddy because I got my friend, my, I got my friend to caddy for him. Apparently there's a thing. Because when you and your son dress the same from, from a golf perspective, like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of tension between the dad and the son in terms of like how he's to perform his golf. That's clear. Yeah. <laughs> it's very clear. So, so my son and I are just sort of like going about our business and I don't, you know, again, like I said, I've been around the block uh-huh. and he plays just fine and I don't give him a hard time about it. So, um, so we're playing, we're playing, we're playing, we're playing along. And, uh, as you remember, it was been quite dry this summer, uh-huh. but last week we got some rain. We got a bit of rain and it was Saturday before the big rain hit. Uh-huh. So we were out there and it wasn't raining yet, but the, the course had seen some rain over the last couple of days. So the parts that were burned out were a little bit muddy. Uh-huh. Right. So the dad is, uh, so, so we're, we're playing along. Everybody hits their drive on the ninth hole or on the eighth hole. And, um, his son finds a piece of the fairway that had been burned out and had gotten muddy from the, from the thing. So we're standing out in the middle of the fairway. Friend, family friend who's doing the caddying turns to me and he says, hey, do we get a drop off of this? And I said, hey, it's lift clean in place. The local rule today is lift clean in place with a one club length, one club length lift clean in place. I said, you can do that. A club length doesn't get him out of this mud, this muddy thing. It's, and, it's, and it's not like sloppy mud. Uh-huh. You know, it's just like wet. Yeah, like the top layer, paint. just a little bit of top layer of mud on the... The hard on the, ground, yeah. Yes, on the hard ground. But there's no grass. Like, the grass is all burned out. And it was yeah. just saying. It sucks. So, but that's I'm standing happens. there. I'm standing there with Joe's dad. And I look at him. And I looked at I just And I looked at him. And he looked at me. And he's like, he gave me the shoulder shrug. And then, from the side, dad yells out, you're not going to. I can't believe you guys are going to make him play from there. And I turned around and I said, excuse me. But I'm not making him do anything. I said, I am not in a position to grant him anything. So, sh- and Plus, you're a spectator. So shut up. Like, I didn't say shut up, but I gave him the, sh- the look that said shut up. Mm-hmm. But no, now he walks out onto the course. And he looks at the mud. And he says, you cannot expect him to play from this spot. I said, what do you want? He says, well, it's ground under repair. And I said, it's not marked ground under repair. Mm-hmm. Ground under repair would be clearly marked with a white outline. Right. And then you could take full relief from ground under repair and a club length and play your ball. But uh-huh. it is not marked. And then he's stomping around. He's like huffing and puffing. It's like, I can't believe you're going to make him play from there. I'm like, dude, I am not making him. Let's be clear again. Let me be clear with you one more time. I am not making him do anything. Nor am I in a position to grant him something he doesn't deserve. Right. These are the rules. These are the rules. I said, it's a tournament. It's like, here's what you can do. You could play, he could play two balls. He could play this one. And then you could take a, a quote unquote ground under repair drop if you want and play both of those balls in and whatever. And then you can talk to the scorer at the end or the official at the end. Right. Your only option is to say that, that, that should have been marked. Right. But it's not. Right. <laughs> Tough shit, right? It's it's a it's a golf tournament. Yeah. So I just and I just I just was like I was not having his shit. It's like I've been out here, I've done this before. 
I, I, you are obviously, so we get to the next, we get to the next tea box and the, and the course official drives up and this guy's on him, like just like on him directly pointing. I, I couldn't, I couldn't hear him. Like I couldn't hear him, uh, but he's pointing, he's gesturing, <laughs> he's making a kind of a big hand wavy scene with the thing. And then they start walking past me and the guy says to me, uh, I, I, you know, I looked at the official, the guy walked by and he looked at me and I looked at him and I said, I ain't walking back there. <laughs> I don't need to know. Whatever. Uh-huh. Go. It's none so, of my business. So they go at all. None of my, bu- none of my business at all. And he, they decided not to play two balls because the kid hit a pretty good shot off that mud. Mm-hmm. And so he, they walk all the way 120 yards back into the fairway. He's again, gesturing. It's the gesturing. principle of the thing. <laughs> Must ge- more gesturing, more pointing at the ground, and then he comes back. They come back, and uh, and and I and I and uh, Joe's dad actually walked back there with him, and oh. Joe's dad walked back up to me, and I said, "So what was what he say?" He said, "You were hundred percent right." I said, "No, I was." Anyway, so that other guy can. He's got a long. The kid's a good player. He's got a long, hard road ahead of him, and that, that dad that dad needs to calm his ass down and learn the rules of golf before right. he gets out onto a golf tournament and starts huffing and puffing and parading around like a fool. Um, it's That's ridiculous. Just, it's so ridiculous. It's like all you have to do you could have we could have a basic discussion about it, but yeah. to accuse me of trying to hose over his son, it's like I'm not doing anything here, but you can do whatever you want. Yeah, and you you'll do sign whatever, whatever you scorecard you want, and then we'll see what happens after that. Right. It's not up to me. Just no. because I happen to be here while this is happening <laughs> right. does not make it my responsibility to solve the problem. But if you're going to ask me to agree to some sort of drop here onto some grass away from where his lie is right now, I'm not going to grant you that. I'm not I mean, I'm not going to agree. I'm not the rules it. official. I'm, yes. I'm not going to agree to that. I'm not going to agree to that drop. And so you're gonna have to get a rules official to help you. That's the bottom line. But don't don't come out here and ask me and be all finger pointing at me that I'm trying to hose over your kid because I don't really fucking care what your kid shoots. Right. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> I, don't care I, I was playing in a tournament before the loose impediment in the bunker rule changed, mm. and I just had to hit a fucking rock. There was just no other option. It's just like I can't move the ball. Right. So hit that rock. Right. This I'd sucks. Be, I'm gonna have to buy. I'm gonna have to spend $145 on a new wedge. Yeah, next my options week. were my options were play <laughs> a different direction, or hit the rock and hope it doesn't destroy my club. It was a small yeah. enough rock that it, thankfully didn't really do too much damage. But I, it's just the rules. Once you're once you when, you're in a count them all situation, you count them all. Yeah, exactly. It's like this isn't Tuesday night. And mm-hmm. I just and we I just glommed on to you and your sons like no we're like, not at the Muni like, kick it onto some grass because it's gross over there like right yeah yeah anyway all right so I get to see I'm sure I get to run into those people another week or so when we play a little more tournament golf this year but this fall but it's <laughs> just like you gotta be kidding me pipe down over there spectator I love the the junior golf updates it's my favorite to hear I love about I love hearing about bad sports parents <laughs> so fun. The worst people in the world. Well, that's our show. Our thanks to all of you for listening to Two on Three Pod, where we try to fit both your brains and ours with bespoke new ideas. Subscribe, review, tell your friends and your enemies, and meet us here next week for more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. But until then, peace! Peace!